Good morning, everybody. Happy Thursday to you. It's 10 o'clock, and that means it's time for Tim with Tim. My name is Tim Harris. I'm pastor at Woodburn Baptist Church, South Central Kentucky. Uh, we do this every day, Monday through Friday. At uh, 10 o'clock, we just spend 10 minutes in the Word together. We go verse by verse through the Word of God. We're in the book of Isaiah right now, and for today, we did chapters 50 and 51. Isaiah chapters 50 and 51. I'm glad you're with me. Whether you're on YouTube uh, uh, podcasting from Spotify or wherever you get a podcast or Facebook. If you're live with me or watching later, I don't care. I just love you so much and I appreciate the fact that we can be partners in the Word of God together. You make me better. Hopefully I can make you better uh, as we study together. The scripture says that iron sharpens iron. So together we, uh, we learn together and I appreciate you more than you know. I can't say enough how much I, uh, I love you and appreciate you being with me every day. Uh, Isaiah chapter 50, uh, especially verses 4 through 9, it's I think the third of what we call the servant songs in Isaiah. I've been talking about this. Uh, who, you know, who's it talking about? That's always the question. Uh, have we mentioned this? You know, in, in the book of Acts, was it Acts chapter 8? where the Ethiopian eunuch is riding in his chariot and he's reading from the prophet Isaiah out loud. And I think he's reading Isaiah 53. We'll get there. Um, it's one of the servant songs. He's reading one of these servant songs, one of these Isaiah passages about, you know, the servant of the Lord. Uh, and remember that the Ethiopian, as he reads, uh, you know, Philip runs up, says, you know, do you know what you're reading? Do you understand what you're reading? And what's the dude say? Uh, Who's he talking about? <laughs> is he talking about himself or somebody else? You know, so honestly, uh, this goes way back. You know, the, the sort of mystery and multi-level interpretation of the servant songs. Isaiah seems to be talking about himself sometimes, but Philip in Acts chapter 8, you know, comes right and says, oh no, he's talking about Jesus. He's talking about Jesus. So as Christians... We read these servant songs, uh, we can read them on several levels, but we always understand that the weight falls upon Jesus, that uh, you know, centuries before Jesus came, the prophet Isaiah was talking about his ministry of suffering and victory in these servant songs. And so Isaiah chapter 50 uh, is about Jesus. I mean, you can read it several ways, but, uh, but obviously, uh, according to uh, Acts chapter 8, this is Jesus, you know? There's several verses in here that I've underlined. I love morning by morning he wakens me and opens my understanding to his will. I love that. That's verse four. Morning by morning he wakens me and opens my understanding to his will. I love that verse. I love verse 10. If you're walking in darkness without a ray of light, trust in the Lord and rely on your God. I love that. If you're walking in darkness without a ray of light, trust in the Lord. Um, so if the servant here is Jesus, let's just talk for a minute about what Isaiah chapter 50 says about Jesus and what it means to follow him. Uh, again, if he is the servant of the Lord, then all of these verses apply to Jesus. And the first thing we realize is that uh, um, Christ gives you the freedom to, to reject him. You know, I mean, I know that kind of goes without saying, but at the same time, these verses, the sovereign Lord has spoken to me. I've listened. I've not rebelled or turned away. I offered my back to those who beat me, my cheeks to those who pulled out my beard. I mean, it's not just that some people reject Jesus. I mean, they reject him violently. And of course, this points forward to the way that he would die for us. But, but it's just that point that Jesus is God in the flesh. This suffering servant lays his life down 
and people reject him. And, and although he's God and could mash them all like bugs, he refuses to use his power to force a single human heart to bow before him, you know? And so for that reason, people reject him, people turn away from him. And if you follow him, you're going to share that suffering too. They're going to reject you too. I mean, Jesus made that clear. You're going to share his suffering, but you're also going to share his victory. And that's the beautiful part of, of Isaiah chapter 50. Uh, he gives you that freedom to, 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 to reject him. Uh, to just don't. I love that verse, verse 7, uh, where it says, I have set my face like stone, set my face like flint, he says, um, determined to do his will. Um, I think when you follow Jesus, um, you'll be tempted to harden your heart toward people. Again, we just said that if you follow him, they're probably going to hate you too. And if they pulled out his beard and beat him, then I don't know what they're going to do to you. But, but there is always this temptation when people mistreat you, when people lie, when people uh, in, in whatever way turn against you. There's always this temptation to harden your heart. You want to harden your heart because you don't want to get hurt again. You know, and so you make your heart an impenetrable fortress so that nobody can get in there again to inflict pain. But don't do that. Notice here the scripture says, and again, applying to Jesus, I've set my face like flint, determined to do his will. In other words, you harden your face, but not your heart. You know what I mean by hard face? You know, I mean, in some ways, you know, y'all... You ever been like, uh, when I was a kid, I would ride in the back of my daddy's pickup truck. That's back when we could do that. <laughs> I guess back before it was against the law. Um, I remember just standing up behind the cab, you know, as he's, you know, going down. And my dad never drove that fast. So I guess, you know, this illustration breaks down. But I remember just standing there, you know, you know over the cab of the truck, standing in the bed, uh, just kind of hanging on to the racks and uh, and letting the wind blow my face, you know, and you just sort of, you know, harden your face, you know, to face the wind. And, and it's that idea, you know, you harden your face, you know, to, to, to face whatever comes, you know, whatever elements are going to resist you. You're not turning back, you know, you harden your face, but not your heart. Does it make sense? It's a determination not to turn back. Understand you're going to have many opportunities to turn back when you follow Jesus. Uh, again, back to verse 10, if you're walking in darkness without a ray of light, you know, there are many instances when you'll be tempted to turn away in those moments of darkness, but don't, you know, don't trust him, trust in the Lord and rely on your God. I, I love chapter 50 so much. I really, really do. Let's go into chapter 51 because we read two chapters for today. Chapter 51 for me, again, there, there are many things I notice that refrain of listen to me. You know, it sounds like the, in many ways, some of these sections in, in chapter 51 are broken by listen to me, listen to me. I love how in verse nine, it says, wake up, wake up, O Lord. And then in verse 17, the Lord calls back, wake up, wake up, O Jerusalem. You know, so there, uh, it, it's interesting to sort of outline this chapter and the way it flows. Um, as a recovering uh, addict, I, I, I I've never been addicted to substances. My addiction is people. I'm addicted to people. And I don't mean like, I don't, I don't know how that sounds. I'm addicted to approval or I'm a former addict of approval. I've really tried to cast down this idol by the power of the spirit in my own life but because that fear of people, you know, when, when you need the approval of people so desperately, uh, then you can't love people, you know, and I want to love people. And I often thought, gosh, I'm, I'm, I'm a very loving person, but, but you really can't 
love people and then simultaneously need them so desperately. And I was desperately in seasons in my life, desperately looking for people's approval. And that's why verse 12 in chapter 51 is so important for me. Why are you afraid of people? It's fear of people. Why are you so afraid of mere humans who wither like the grass and disappear? You know, obviously for me and for perhaps many of you, I've had to learn the fear of the Lord and make sure that God was bigger in my life than people. Does it make sense? And, and, and that means that if God's going to be bigger, it's not just you know my uh, need for approval that's got to shrink. I've got to shrink. If God's going to be big, I've got to be small. And that's why I love the opening verse here. Consider the rock from which you were cut, the quarry from which you were mined. You know, that sounds kind of good. You know, the rock from which you were hewn, I think the King James says. I mean, that makes me sound pretty important, man. I was hewn. You know, the quarry from which you were dug. Yeah, you know, basically what he's saying is, remember the hole that he dug you out of. You know, if God's going to become big in your life, one of the quickest ways to get there is to kind of remember where you were when he found you. Remember the hole he pulled you out of. This isn't like you emerging from a quarry like a, a gorgeous marble statue. This is more like you, you know, looking like a, a, a mole, you know, that, that God dug out of the ground. You, you know what I mean? Or, or you're like that, you're like that caveman they dug out of the ice. You know, remember where you were. Remember what you were when he found you, you know? Uh, he comes first, way before you. And again, uh, if God's going to be big, I've got to become pretty small. And I have a real resistance to letting myself be small. Uh, why are you so afraid of mere humans? This is in verse 12, verse 13. You have forgotten the Lord, your creator, the one who stretched out the sky like a canopy, laid the foundations of the earth. And I just love this. When you just remember the mighty power of the creator, you know, uh, you just remember how big God is. You know, this same chapter, doesn't it say all the people of the earth, they're going to die like flies, you know? I'm sitting here in my office and my windowsill right now is full of dead flies because I've been on vacation. You know, it's just that I mean, people are going to die like flies, you know? The mortality of people compared to God's eternity. Again, what are you afraid of people for? Why are you so addicted to their approval? Do you understand where you were when God found you? And do you understand what a big God he is? You know, Because when you understand what a big God God is, then you really begin to grasp the bigness of the God who cares for you. It is a big God who cares for you. And if it is a big God with large, strong hands who holds you today, what in the world are you afraid of? You know, even if you walk in darkness, Isaiah would say, trust in the Lord. You know, it's a big God who takes care of you. Pick up right there tomorrow, chapter, isn't that good, man? I love that. Chapter 52 for tomorrow. Just actually just, uh, I think it's a short chapter, 15 verses. I'm going to go easy on you. Chapter 52 for tomorrow, uh, 52 verses 1 to 15. And that's where we'll pick up. I love you guys. I'll see you in the morning, Lord willing, 10 o'clock for Tim with Tim. Stay cool today and have a great Thursday. I love all of you.